They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 28 of Soul Food, which is the final episode for season 7. In this episode, we're going to cover provisions for the hereafter. We'll talk about the importance of a sincere repentance. And then finally, we will end with talking about having a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the parting advice at the end of the book by Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas rahimahullah. And he ends the book with a strong reminder, but he also ends it on a note of hope and in a way that really inspires us towards what is really important. So he says at the end of the blissful gift, Al-Atiyyatul Haniyyah, he says, persevere in reciting Allah's mighty book. For reciting it contains such a reward that cannot be enumerated except by the one who revealed it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, be sure to increase in the remembrance of Allah, which is tahleel, saying la ilaha illallah, in abundance, there is no God except Allah, and tasbih, saying subhanallah, Allah is glorious and exalted. Also engaging in supplication, dua, seeking forgiveness from Allah, and sending blessings upon the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So especially as Ramadan leaves, we have to maintain our connection to the Qur'an and our connection to dhikr and dua. So this parting advice, he's telling us persevere in the recitation of the Qur'an. Don't ever let go of the Qur'an because it contains such a reward that cannot be enumerated by anyone except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then specifically to engage in la ilaha illallah, subhanallah, astaghfirullah, dua, and sending salawat upon the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So as we leave the blessed month of Ramadan, and we already miss the month of Ramadan, we should hold on to these awrad, hold on to these forms of dhikr, and maintain a routine in our lives. Then he continues and he says, Also, bring to mind the proximity of death, along with reducing long hopes and preparing for death. This is done through repenting to Allah from all sins and returning to others all their rights which you wrongly took according to the best of your ability. This is especially with regards to wealth, which you then leave behind for your inheritors. In other words, wealth that a person has taken wrongfully from others and then is inherited by his or her children. They take from it while you are being punished for it in the grave, he's saying. At that point, you will not be able to return any of it. Losing out on this opportunity is worse than death itself. 
So here, Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas, once again, he's giving us a weighty reminder, but it's very important. And our understanding of death is not an understanding that is all negative, quite the opposite, actually. That when a person prepares for their meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they actually take full advantage of their life. And then death itself becomes a gift. But if a person is not aware of those things and heedlessness starts to take over the heart, then they're more likely to wrong other people and to do things that are haram. So then the author says, make sure that you repent from all sins. And if you've wronged anyone to return all their rights and to take advantage of that opportunity in this life, because once it passes you by, it's worse than death. Nothing can ever replace that sense of loss because then it is everlasting. So that brings us to the next point where Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas talks about sincere repentance. He says, know that the world will not last and you will not remain in it forever. Reflect on what you did yesterday of good works and other actions, what you did today in the early morning, and what you did just now when you sat down. Did not its pleasure go away and only traces remain? In other words, he's calling us to really reflect about the fleeting nature of this world, even the things that we've enjoyed, even the things that we might have enjoyed earlier today. The sense of joy is still fleeting. So he says, if your actions were good, and this is really what it's about at the end of the day, is what we meet Allah with. If your actions were good, then the reward will come to you. If they were evil, we ask Allah protection, then accountability and punishment will come. So repent to Allah from all your sins and hasten to write your will. That writing a will or a wasiyah is extremely important. And a person should hasten to do that. And then he says, and this is really where he's taking us home, where he's ending and concluding this beautiful book. He says, and make your excellence in hoping in Allah, your steed, your riding steed that you ride upon. In other words, he's saying, ask Allah for forgiveness. Clear your slate. Clean off the entire slate. Take care of any outstanding items in this world and rights that you owe to others. And then when you've done that, you've asked Allah for forgiveness, you've returned everyone their rights, then when that's done, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fully and think the best of your generous Lord. And when you do that, the steed upon which you ride of husna al billah, having a good opinion of Allah, will be faster than lightning. So this brings us to the final point and the conclusion of the entire season which is having a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how Habib Ali bin Hassan ends the book, The Blissful Gift. He says that we have to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should yearn to meet Allah and we should always have a good opinion of Him. That one of the duas of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was, وَجْعَلْ خَيْرَ أَيَّامِنَا يَوْمًا Make the best day of our existence the day that we meet you, O Allah. And this husna dhan, this love, this yearning, this good opinion that we have of Allah, it's the steed that we ride upon. 
In other words, you're not going to get to your destination without having a good opinion of Allah. And then it brings us to the next point. What should you have a good opinion regarding? And Habib Ali ibn Hassan al-Atasi gives us one of the most beautiful lists of things that we should hope for from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, have a good opinion of Allah that he will grant you a beautiful ending, husnul khatimah, which means that at the end of your life, your life will be sealed with iman and that you will be of those who are granted sa'ada, felicity. Have a good opinion of Allah that he will grant you a beautiful ending and that he will ease the pangs of death and the restriction of the grave. That he will keep you firm upon the statement of truth of la ilaha illallah in this world and the next. During the questioning of Munkar and Nakir, the two angels. Have a good opinion that he will make your grave a garden from the gardens of paradise. That he will resurrect you as one of those who are safe from the horrors of the day of resurrection. And that he will save you from the afflictions of that day. Have a good opinion that he will take you across the bridge like lightning, the sirat that extends over the hellfire that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa he told us that people will pass by at varying speeds according to their iman. So have a good opinion of Allah that you will pass as quick as lightning over the sirat and that he will allow you to drink from the basin, from the hawd of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, such a drink that you will never feel thirsty again, and that he will enter you into paradise without any judgment, in the company of those blessed by Allah, the prophets, the siddiqeen, the people of truth, the martyrs, and the righteous. What honorable company. What a beautiful list of things that he's given us to have a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about. And he continues, he says, Indeed, when you have a good opinion of Allah the Exalted, and you hope that He will do something for you, He will do it. And this is not difficult for Allah. Allah the Exalted said, Say, O Prophet, that Allah says, O my servants who have exceeded the limits against their own souls, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Do not lose hope in Allah's mercy, for Allah certainly forgives all sins. He is indeed the all-forgiving, the most merciful. And the Prophet ﷺ said, You should only die while having a good opinion of Allah. You should only face death while having a good opinion of Allah. He once entered upon a man who was experiencing the agonies of death. So he said to the man, how do you find yourself? And the man replied, I find myself fearing for my sins and hoping for my Lord's mercy. The Prophet ﷺ then said, when these two are combined in a servant's heart in this situation, i.e. at the moment of death, then Allah gives him what he hopes for and grants him safety of what he is in fear of. He grants him safety from what he is in fear of. So when a person meets Allah and they're sad and fearful about their sins, they say, Ya Allah, I wish I could go back and change those things, but I ask you for your forgiveness and I hope for your mercy. In that moment, Allah gives you 
what you hope for and grants you safety from what you're afraid of. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, also said, Allah the Mighty and Majestic says, I am as my servant thinks of me to be, so let him think whatever he wills. I am as my servant thinks of me to be, so let him think whatever he wills. So someone might be thinking at this point, but I can't expect this. I can't expect to be given all of these things because I don't deserve it. And the answer is, you're absolutely right. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. None of us deserve it. But it's not about us. It's not about you. It's about Allah. Allah is Al-Kareem. He is the most generous. Allah's generosity is beyond what you can possibly imagine. He is Al-Wahhab, the giver of gifts. When He gives, it's beyond your capacity to even enumerate or understand His giving. He is Al-Mannan, the one who bestows His grace upon people. And then Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas, he says about our generous Lord and about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives and the blessing that we've been given in being of the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the blessing of having a good opinion of Allah. He says, what an excellent blessing. What a great gift. What an all-encompassing favor. And then he quotes a verse of the Qur'an Say, O Prophet, in Allah's grace and mercy, let them rejoice. That is far better than all that they amass. When Allah grants you His grace and mercy, it's greater than everything in the dunya that people amass. And then he says and ends with, And Allah is sufficient for us, and He is the best caretaker, and may peace and blessings be upon Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family and companions. And then he asks Allah for acceptance. May Allah accept this book and make it a means of benefit and make it solely for his noble countenance. Indeed, he is in charge of that affair and has power over it. My success is only by Allah. Upon him do I rely and to him do I turn. And as this is the day of Eid, or this was released on the day of Eid, we glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us tawfiq, for granting us the blessing of Ramadan and allowing us to live through the entire month and to come to this day of Eid. So we say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure and an honor, and I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the innumerable blessings that He's bestowed upon us, and I ask Him for His forgiveness and for His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us Eid Mubarak to you all, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as we've spent time together in this blessed month of Ramadan, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gather us in the company of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam in the highest levels of paradise. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. 
To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.